Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. On this week's episode, I talked to you about how I almost burned down my house. Um, well, I didn't do it, but an appliance almost did. Um, and then I talk about, well, I saw a lot of things going on out there and people thinking weird. And uh thought it'd be a good idea to remind you not to put your faith in man because man is faulty that falters and man is damaged. Um, put it in a woman. No. Uh, and the U S government was selling some Bitcoin. I think that's interesting. Also think it's interesting that they do anything to the price. Um, and then uh, El Salvador just have some thoughts on what is up with El Salvador and my desire to go see it. Um and uh, make the pilgrimage. But before we get into that, I want to shout out to the Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto. Go to shiftcrypto.ch slash Bitcoin Made Simple and use the promo code Bitcoin Made Simple to get 5% off. And you should get your coins off the exchange. If we've learned anything here, it would be to get your coins off the exchange ASAP as possible. So I would recommend you do that. And then obviously... The, the Bitbox is easy, simple to use, and uh, and it, the security, um, it's open source, so people have uh, really poked through and made sure it looks good. So take the nerd's word for it, not mine, but uh, I can do it and use it. It's pretty simple. Then uh, also upstream data, go to upstreamdata.ca slash Bitcoin made. Uh, no, no, we don't have an affiliate link there. Just go there. Check out all their stuff if you want to get into the mining industry and learn about, you know, where if you want to find a way to quiet your miner at home, if you want to buy a miner, upstream data's got it taken care of for you. And last but not least, Movies Plus. Please, please, please go check out Movies Plus. And I cannot tell you, I cannot hype it up enough. You guys got to watch The Dividers. It's it is a it is a slick movie. It is so well done. It's very entertaining, funny, all of the above. So, I recommend you go check it out, and uh, you use my promo code Corey C O R Y. You get an entire year for twenty five dollars. So, that's two fifty a month. Not too shabby. Oh no, not two fifty one. Am I an idiot? 12 times 250. No, it's even less than that. It's like two bucks a month. I don't know. Something like that. Don't take my word for it again because I'm not the nerd. I'm not the smart one. I'm the smooth brain one. Um, but yeah, I see you guys using those codes. So make sure you grab one before they fly off the shelves and no longer exist. Um, yeah. So first things first, I've had a lot of interesting house things. Um, first of all, two weeks ago, uh, before I went to, I, I went down to exercise in our exercise room and there was water in the exercise room. Uh, and so I had the lovely backup of the septic system. I think the culprit was one of my children throwing a massive wad of Kleenexes down the drain because they have had runny noses. Um, sometimes, if we're out of toilet paper, they use the Kleenexes, and uh, and yeah, I so I I had to put a kibosh on 
any Kleenexes going in the toilet. I said, nobody puts Kleenexes in the toilet anymore. Because that was a ton of fun to clean up, let me tell you. Um, but then the interesting thing, the more interesting thing uh, was this past week. Um, so to give you the background on this story, I uh, I mean, you guys, most of you probably know that I'm Catholic. So I, uh, for Lent, it's a tradition you give up something. You know, it's a way of sacrificing something in order to, you know, in order to, you know, give, uh, you know, prayer and grace and glory to God, all that kind of stuff. Well, uh, this year I decided to give up eating between dinner and breakfast. Um, I don't eat like I'm, I don't eat like a pig, but it's really, I mean, the, the most wasteful, pointless eating ever takes place between dinner and breakfast. Um, so I decided to cut that out and, uh, but on Sundays, it's a free day for those of you that didn't know if you give something up during Lent, uh, I don't know why it's considered a free day other than the fact that my grandfather called it a free day. So we've just gone with it ever since. Um, you know, and I mean, when you're a kid and you give up like ice cream or something like that and you hear there's a potential of a free day from your grandfather, you're like, well, I mean, that's, he obviously is older than me and knows what he's talking about. So I'm going to go with what he said. Um, so anyways, Sunday is free day. And I was hoping that there would be ice cream left, but my children who gave up ice cream had consumed the rest of it during the day had the kids down in bed. Me and my wife were going to watch a show. I was like, all right, I'm going to go get some ice cream. There was none. But I, at that point, I was like, I need something sweet. That was like all was on my mind. So I found chocolate and marshmallows. I was like, ah, oh, sweet. I'm going to microwave some s'mores. And so I put the graham crackers and the marshmallows in the microwave and, you know, I mean, I'm sure most of you do the same thing. It's like I put stuff in the microwave and our microwave is like below the island. So it's out of sight, which makes this even more problematic, I guess. Um, but, uh, you know, you put something in the microwave, you close the door, hit the button and then go do other things while it's microwaving. Um, and but because of it being a s'more, you sit there and like look at it for, you know, the time that it's in the microwave and because it's only going to be like a couple seconds before the marshmallow starts to balloon up. If you've ever never done it, it's really funny to watch. You just start it. I mean, you have to don't let it run long because the marshmallow will balloon up and then explode. Um, but, uh, you know, balloons up pretty quickly. So I just hit the button and I'm sitting there watching it. And as soon as it starts, it makes this weird popping sound and then boom, a flame is shooting out of the, I guess it's called the Mika plate uh, on the side of the inside of the microwave, like shooting out towards the center of like the turntable as if like a flamethrower is coming out. And I was like, <gasps> you know, just like turned it off immediately. Flame goes away. I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. And I just sat there for like a minute. I'm like, did I just see what I just saw? So then first things first, I had to use the air fryer to make my s'mores. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that good thing. It was a s'more that I was making and I sat there and watched it. And that's the time that it caught on fire because 
Um, God knows what would happen if it was another time. Um, so yeah, the other is sort of Bitcoin-ish thing. Um, not really. I mean, I guess I just see a lot of Bitcoin Twitter talking about current events. Um, but uh, we all see, you know, the the uh, indictment that has been handed down and people are freaking out and flipping out in multiple different ways. Um, and I would recommend that you just don't because his problem, not yours. Um, yes, you could say, what about the state of affairs of our current system it's like well i mean if you're into bitcoin you probably understand the state of the affairs affairs of the current system so you probably like get it already so that shouldn't be a shocker um but it i don't know it's just you need to i keep seeing people say this is the weird thing you need to put your faith in i mean i'm not saying you have to be catholic because i am that's why i am if you want to believe what you want to believe, great. If you want to talk to me about what I believe in and why I believe in it, maybe you know, hear me out to see if that's where you want to go. Sure, I'll I'll talk to you. But I'm not the super evangelical type. Um, I don't know why. Whether that's a good or bad thing about me, I don't know. But I um, yeah, I'm not the evangelical type. Um, but anyways, uh, you know, you should put your faith in whatever it is that you one to put your faith in um, other than, but I would do it in anything other than man. And I say man as a species um, because we are flawed and we will break and we will do bad things and we will corrupt kind of like fiat. Um, but, uh, but yeah, here's the weirdest thing to me though, is that like 2016, I felt like the general consensus across conservative, uh, like across conservative, not necessarily religious, but well, yeah, I guess not necessarily conservative, I guess, but religious, you know, Christians mainly. I'm sure there were other religions that were this way too, but uh, just from what I remember, people that I knew, you know, in life and talked to and saw talking about it. It was like this reluctant support of Donald Trump. It was like, you know, uh, people said like, oh, who are you going to vote for? And they were like, well, you know, I'm going to go in and vote for Trump and then come out and throw up in the garbage can, you know, like, because it's so disgusting. I can't believe I'm voting for this guy, you know, like unbelievable. And whether or not you want to look through it with, I mean, maybe you were a MAGA Trumper like right off the bat and you were all for it. I don't know. And I don't care, honestly, whatever vote for who you want to vote for. Um, but if you take the revisionist history out of it and look at it, a lot, a vast majority of people were like, Ugh, like, it's the lesser of two evils. I'll vote for him, but I'm going to, it makes me sick, you know, thinking about it, blah, blah, blah. Well, fast forward to now. And I am just seeing this plethora of imagery across social media of like Jesus behind Donald Trump while he's sitting at the desk in the Oval Office with Jesus's hands on his shoulders and all this kind of stuff. And I think one of his kids was on one of the 
news shows recently talking about how he was, you know, or th- that she, you know, it's like, like almost like chosen by God or something. I don't know. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? Because a lot of, I mean, you have a lot of the same people that were like, you know, in 2016, like, I'm going to vote for him, but I'm going to throw up, are now like, I believe God is acting through him. And I'm like, are you guys all missing the plot? Like, you're all missing what's going on here. Um, you know, so speaking of higher power stuff, whether or not you are of the same faith as me, I believe that there is a higher power. So if at the bare minimum you are agnostic and believe in a higher power, this world is not the world where we're, where the higher power is supposed to be the ruler. Um, this world is full of pain. This world is full of sorrow. This world is full of lots of things in humans doing terrible things to each other, stealing from each other. Hello, knock, knock Bitcoin and trying to solve that problem at least. And a lot of people say Bitcoin fixes this. And that's where I'd honestly say there's an argument that Bitcoin is divine because it fixes uh it makes it really, really expensive to be a not good person. Um, so anyways, where was I going with that? Um, so yeah, it's just, you know, people are getting so wrapped up in like the like current affairs of the world. And I'm like, yeah, you have to pay attention to that, but like, just, just be happy and focus on yourself make your world a happy place, make everything that you're dealing with a happy place, Um, you know, and control what you can control, identify what you can't control and then control what you can. Um, You know, if you hate your job, that's something you can control. If your job is making you miserable, then you can change that. If Donald Trump getting arrested is making you miserable, you can't change that. If, you know, Joe Biden losing the next election is going to make you miserable, nothing really you can do about that. I hate to break it to you. I mean, I know, you know, you can vote, but I'm just saying it is what it's going to be. And there's nothing you can do about it. So you just got to move on and find ways. I mean, I used to get so wrapped up in elections, like big time, big time. And I've learned, I learned a long time ago that if, if I would just have been a lot happier, if through all those times I just focused on myself and just didn't care um, and ignored the noise. Uh, And Bitcoin's pretty good at that, but people do get, wrapped up in the current you know what's a who's it of the world and and people get all you know upset about like i guess there there is probably more of a little bit little bit more of a red lean in bitcoin but i would think that that's more of like a libertarian i don't i guess it's more of a red lean but i guess that just comes from the fact that the red the right tends to be more fiscally responsible. So I'm guessing that's why. Um, But 
yeah, just don't let that stuff don't let that stuff get you because this is this is the dominion of man. That's what Earth is. And if you want to rule over Earth, more power to you. Because you do not control at all. There's more there's more to this than what we have right here, I believe. And uh and it's a fool's errand to sit there and try and capitalize on it. I do think it's a dangerous trick. People gotta be careful with, you know, becoming people are so worried about dying on earth and it's like man you must not have any faith so uh just uh just wanted to put that out there all right now focusing on some bitcoin stuff and before i do that make sure you get a bitbox o2 hardware wallet from shift crypto um the u.s government should have bought a bitbox o2 hardware wallet from shift crypto because then they could have kept their bitcoin on it um, I didn't look too far into this other than, so I, I just assume this is some of the stuff that they had confiscated over the years. Um, but I guess a couple of weeks ago they sold like 9,000 Bitcoin or like a quarter of the Bitcoin that they had or whatever. Um, and, and the funny thing is the price didn't like get crushed. Um, if anything, the price has like ripped up, you know, now we're at like 28, thousand five hundred or whatever we've been at the last couple of weeks but um yeah i i and the weird thing is they forecasted that they're going to be selling the rest over the remainder of the year i guess um so take that for what you will uh it, just maybe you can get some cheap sats uh they don't want them so i guess you should want them you should uh try and buy them up maybe you have been buying them up um by the way speaking of like buying up the actual specific coins maybe you guys somebody can point me in the direction of something that would be like a good resource for what exactly the the bitcoin is so i know now that i mean i've known this but like I've had a good refresher with having Douglas from Shift Crypto on here. Uh, that essentially your wallet, the coins are not on your wallet. They're the the blockchain is basically a big safety deposit box room with a bunch of addresses for all these different boxes, and your signing device, which would be your Bitbox O2 hardware wallet, uh, that has the public address so you're like oh my coins are in uh you know box 405 and everyone else can see that your coins are in box 405 nobody can see really what's in there i think they yeah, they think there's a way they can see if they see know ahead of time when they're going in or something like that but nobody knows how to get in that's what your seed phrase is that's what your secret is um so that is how you access them. You have the key. Everybody can see the box 405, but nobody can open it except for you. And so, but I, I still don't really know how to explain to people. And I've had this come up as like the most recent rebuttal is 
you know, what, like, how is part of a coin a coin? Um, you know, like, for example, I know, like, looking through transaction data, it's like whenever, whenever I bought coins, it was like, you know, a portion from this one and this one and this one, all these different ones made up, you know, the, co the coinage that you bought. And I think that's how it is for most of them. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm curious. I, I've heard the term UTXOs, but I'm not smart enough to talk about them. Just smart enough to say the term. So I don't know if that's what those are. Uh, I'd be really interested. If there's somebody out there, if one of you is really good at explaining that, uh, hit me up, explain it to me, and then maybe come on the show and explain it to me so that you can explain it to the rest of the listeners um, so that we can all be just as smart at the dinner parties. Um, yeah. So anyways, also, I think that was all I wanted to say on that part. Um, El Salvador. I have wanted to make the trip. Um, I'm trying to see if they have a film office or a film commission down there because be interesting to film some content down there you know, film a production uh, and I'd love to see because it seems like it's getting cleaned up. I'd love to see what could happen um, if you unleash people's creativity down there. Uh, you know, if, if they don't have to deal with the, the drug cartels and all that kind of stuff and all the violence and, and they're more free to start engaging their mind Um I think that really is going to open things up for El Salvador. So I'm really, I, I'm bullish on it, but I also like the reason I'm bringing it up is I don't, I realize I don't know anything about El Salvador. Like I know nothing. I know that El Salvador exists. I know that they accept Bitcoin as legal tender. I know that Luke Mikich, love you, Luke, has a hard one, hard on for El Salvador. And so do many other in the Bitcoin space. Um, I know that Naib Bukele is the president. Um, and I know there's Bitcoin Beach. And I know they recently have cleaned up a lot of the crime. But I don't know anything else about it. Uh, so I feel like I need to make the pilgrimage at some point. Um, but as being an entrepreneur, I'm always like, well, if I'm making the pilgrimage then I should probably make it a business pilgrimage because there's, I've, I mean, I've thought about this since the beginning. If you've, if you listened way, way back a couple of years ago, whenever I interviewed Mike from Bitcoin beach, um, like we talked about how cool it would be to set up like a little studio there. Um, so it's something that I'm still interested in uh, and would love to do love to be a part of i just don't know um i don't know if the viability i don't know yeah i don't know so i guess i got to talk to people down there I, I guess i have to talk to the government down there because i'm sure if you're looking to set up something a portion of your business down there and create a studio where people are going to create content and i'm sure you have to go down the government route and um and figure out what all is involved there um, but yeah, it would be to me, I think a fun trip, um, 
you know, I mean, it's the weather starting to get nicer here. So I guess I have less of a urge to like up and leave. Um, it's funny, you know, whenever we talk about vacations, if you've ever listened to Jim Gaffigan, um, and he like jokes about how he's like, isn't it funny that like, you know, we go on vacation in the summer, we like sit there all winter, we're like, oh man, this weather sucks. But now that it's nice, let's go somewhere else. Um, and uh, so I always find that funny. And I used to before, before like school and other, before life got more involved in like the local community, um, you know, it's that window whenever you're a new parent, you have this brief window where you're like, oh, like your kids aren't in school. So you're not into that reality yet. They're not in the sports yet. So it's like, you're like a free agent. You can go whenever, wherever, whenever. And, um, and that, that's pretty sweet. Like we would always go on vacations in the wintertime. Cause we're like, well, the weather sucks here. Let's go down to Myrtle beach or something like that. Um, so, but anyways, I, I would like to check it out. So hit me up if you know about, you know, like have some insight into El Salvador, if you've traveled there, what it's like, um, the do's and don'ts, the the places to go, the people to see. Um, and if you have any connection to, I guess, people in the government there that, that would handle, you know, business affairs, um, it would be interesting. I'd like to find a way, not that I don't want my kids to come, but um, it would be fun to go with just me and my wife maybe um because first of all you know she's my girlfriend so i want to take her somewhere second of all uh she's my business partner so you know that's uh, that's also a benefit i mean that's that is a cool thing cool thing about being a business partner with your spouse especially when it involves international business is that we have gone we've gotten to see the world together um you know, so it's nice. You just like go to the Cannes Film Festival. And while we're there, we happen to, uh, while we're at the Cannes Film Festival, we happen to extend it by four or five days and, you know, then take like a little personal vacation on the tail end. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just fun. It's, um, you know, you get business done, but you got to enjoy where you're going. Um, I think I've said before I was in Berlin one time for like the shortest period of time. I'd love to go back there with her and really, really, uh, you know, get into the nitty gritty in Berlin. Cause it's a pretty cool place. Um, and I don't know if I ever told this, but whenever I was flying there, it was in the dead of winter changing planes in Iceland, which as I showed my son, cause he wanted to know where daddy was going. I said, I'm going, I told him basically, I was like, I'm going to the North pole. Cause that's, pretty much as close as you can get um and (laughs) it was like wow you know this is the time of year where iceland is pitch black 24 7 snowing like crazy like the most terrifying takeoff and landing landing to my life were during the snowstorm when when i was coming back there was no snowstorm um but on the way there it was it was terrifying and so uh, we get on, we go to transfer planes, but we had to get on the tarmac. So dead of winter up near the North pole. And I'm wearing 
uh, I have a hoodie on, but I also am wearing basketball shorts and Crocs with, with socks. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how I walked across the, the blizzard covered tarmac in Iceland. And to be honest with you, because I'm a hockey player and I'm just so used to it and I'm hot all the time, uh, it didn't even phase me. I mean, I was like halfway through like walking to the other, to the terminal and I was like, Oh my God, I'm like in shorts. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that was, that, that was funny. And then the crazy, I mean, it was the longest when we were taxiing to take off, they had one airstrip open and they had six snow plows at the one end of the airstrip and they would go down and clean off the snow. And then a plane would go out and take off by that time that plane was cleared. The snow had covered the ground again. So then they had to run the plows back and clear it off again and then let a plane land and they just kept doing that over and over it was the longest wait the tarmac ever and i i lucked myself into sitting in the middle seat it was the dumbest thing and this is the last quick story i promise it was one of those things where um I, me and my brother-in-law had what we we had to um i forget how dumb this was but we had like the two like there was this girl that had like the seat in between us and she was like oh do you mind if i switch with one of you you know i guess she's between two people that know each other and are going to be talking or whatever and i was like oh yeah sure and i gave up my window seat and i got up thinking that my brother-in-law I don't know why I thought this. I thought maybe he was just going to take the middle seat. And he was like, I got to stay on the aisle because, you know, in case I go to the bathroom and which was like, I mean, he was probably like, I'm staying on the aisle because you're an idiot for giving up a, a non middle seat. So I sat there. I think it was like an hour and a half on the tarmac, if not two hours, just sitting there with no elbow rest, eyes closed, staring straight ahead, miserable. So other than that, Iceland's a beautiful place. Um, yeah, so anyways, that's all I got for now. If you guys, um, yeah, if anybody has anything on El Salvador, hit me up. Uh, also, if you know how to explain the, the UTXOs and all that kind of stuff, uh, then hit me up and I would appreciate, you can just give me that info. So like DM me and I'll regurgitate it. But if you do want to come on the show, you're more than welcome to, um, and hit me up. Uh, you can email the show Bitcoin Made Simple Podcast at gmail.com and I will talk to you guys later. Oh, get a Bitbox O2 hardware wallet from Shift Crypto. Don't leave your coins on the exchange. See you guys.